0: What's up boxing fans? This is Sides of Boxing with your host JJ Sermon. In this podcast JJ gives an in-depth analysis of nearly every fight from undercards to main events. Now let's get into the ring. What's up, what's up, what's up? So in this episode of Sides of Boxing, I'm gonna get into some important fights that happened this past weekend, which include Oscar Valdez, Carl Frampton, as well as a surprising upset for the interim WBO junior middleweight title. So let's get straight into it. Before I get into the notable mentions, I just want to say I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope you all ate so much food that you can't even walk this past weekend, that you just enjoyed that free time. Enjoy Black Friday. Enjoy Cyber Monday and all the things that happens during the Thanksgiving holiday. So hope you all enjoyed that. Hope you all got some good turkey and some some good collard greens, whatever you eat, you know, that, that made you happy. For this holiday i hope you got it so now let's get into the notable mentions for the notable mentions this past weekend i just want to point out a couple fights that happened that caught my eye one of them was arnold barbosa jr he is 22-0 and in his campaign with nine ko's and he fought william silva and his record was 27 wins and two losses with 15 ko's and this is for the junior welterweight division which is the 140 pound division. And there's a 12 round fight and Arnold Barbosa got a KO win in the round five. So I wanted to definitely point him out because now he improves his record to 23 wins and zero losses with 10 KOs now in his campaign. So now he's gonna get better in bigger fights in that 140 pound division. The next fight I wanna talk about was a huge upset, which was with Carlos Adamas versus Patrick Teixeira. this fight was a very important. This is for the intern WBO junior middleweight uh, title, which is the 154-pound division. It was a 12-round fight. Carlos uh, Adamos came into this fight with 18 wins, 0 losses, and 14 KOs in his campaign. And Patrick Teixeira came into this fight with 30 wins, 1 loss, and 22 KOs. And this fight lived up to the hype. And Patrick Teixeira hit uh, Carlos Adamos with some very good shots and it ended up uh getting him the win it ended up getting him the upset win so now he has the 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 junior wbo uh middleweight title and now he gets to decide his future and it's it's the interim so he gets to he gets to now get some better fights and bigger fights with great fighters so yeah i just want to definitely point him out for that upset that he got And it just shows you that, man, you're only as good as your last fight and you got to come with it when every single opponent that you go against because you never know when it might be your day when you receive your first loss. So now let's get into one of the important fights of this past weekend, which is Carl Frampton versus Tyler McCurry. Carl Frampton came into this fight with 26 wins, two losses, and 15 KOs in this campaign versus Tyler McCurry, who came into this fight with 16 wins, zero losses, and one draw with seven KOs in this campaign. And this is for the featherweight division, which is the 126-pound division, and it was a 10-round fight. Carl Frampton scored a pair of knockdowns in this dominating victory, with all three judges scoring the fight, 100 to 88. So it was a complete shutout. In this fight, uh, McCurry went down with a pair of body shots in the sixth round and again from a double left hook in the body in the ninth round that made him go down. But even despite that, he kept fighting. McCurry had a, a strong heart and he kept trying to push forward. But Carl Frampton was the bigger and better fighter. He did exactly what he needed to do, so he can get him a title shot. He's supposedly supposed to fight Jamel Heron next, so that would be very interesting. But Carl Frampton did what he was supposed to do. He definitely is a is a fighter that's well known in the Boston community, and I think he's gonna do a very good job when it comes to uh, getting another title shot, one one last run, or if he can get some more. I just feel like he he definitely is able to do a great job and give a great fight i know he lost to josh warrington i know he lost to leo santa cruz after he beat leo santa cruz first but he looked very good in this fight and i look forward to him in 2020 getting that title shot that he deserves now let's get into the last important fight that happened this past weekend which is oscar valdez versus adam lopez Oscar Valdez came into this fight with 26 wins, zero losses, and 20 KOs in his campaign versus Adam Lopez, who came into this fight with 13 wins, one loss, and 16 KOs. And this is for the Super Featherweight division, which is the 130-pound division. And this was a 10-round fight. Oscar Valdez moved up to 130 pounds for the first time, and it did not go as we all thought it should have went. He fought a replacement in Adam Lopez. He was originally supposed to fight uh, Andres uh, Guretas. and this came to a stop because Andres came into this came into the weigh in eleven pounds overweight for Friday's weigh in. So Lopez had to step in because Andres did not care about boxing. Like he clearly. Didn't have no respect for Oscar Valdez. Came in 11 pounds overweight. You hear me? That is the most, like, non-disciplined boxer that you could think of. For you to come in that much overweight, it's, it just really shows that you, like, did not care. Like, you was eating right before the weigh-in. You really didn't want to fight him, or you just you just in your own little zone. You just, mm, rocking, mm. He was just like, I'm gonna do what I want. Hey, I'm gonna do what I want. And I'm like, Whew, that that's just that's just something else right there. For somebody to come in ten pounds, he might as well should have just he might as well should have moved up to another weight class and then he fight Oscar Velas. He should have been a, a junior welterweight at one forty. He should be fighting at that weight class if he's so comfortable making one forty, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He he definitely don't need to be at one thirty if he coming in ten pounds overweight. I mean, just go ahead and move up. In a division, man. Because that that ain't going to cut it. So, yeah. So, Adam Adam Lopez was his replacement. 23-year-old. And when he stepped in, he did a fantastic job. He came into this fight with nothing to lose. And he fought like it the whole entire way. Like, he was pushing Oscar Valdez back. And he dropped him in the second round. Yes, he dropped him in the second round of that fight. And it was very entertaining he was actually up in the scorecards up until round seven and round seven is when he got caught with a punch from Oscar Valdez and it made him uh, go down in the seventh round and then eventually Adam Lopez got up but um he started taking some more good shots and then the referee stopped it and then when he stopped it it was only seven seconds left remaining in that seventh round. So he probably could have made it to that seventh round, the end of it, and probably recovered and fought good right after that. But the referee saw too much punishment and stopped it. It was kind of controversial. But at the end of the day, you got to protect the fighters. The referee's job is to protect the fighters. So that's all you can ask for. Uh, Adam Lopez should have been in a better position to not take that many shots towards the end of the round or just trying to give him the ref enough confidence in him to complete that round but nonetheless Oscar Valdez did get the TKO win in the seventh round and now he's on a crash course to meet Miguel Burchett which I am excited for but I don't think Oscar Valdez is ready for Miguel Burchett because Miguel Burchett is on a different level and he's in my opinion top two when it comes to the the best 130 pounders in his division so yeah, man, I just think that he, he he definitely need to step his game up. Hopefully he fights better with a better competition or somebody he's looking forward to fighting because Adam Lopez wasn't a fighter that he was expecting to fight up until literally Friday and they gotta fight Saturday. So definitely was unexpected. But uh, Oscar Valdez should be more prepared if when he gets the title shot with Miguel Burchett, and I I hope it leads to a very entertaining fight. And this concludes this episode of Sasa Boxing. I wanna thank each and every one of you for listening all the way to the end. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a positive rating. And tell a friend to tell a friend that they're boxing fans, because I'm gonna to continue to give out great content each and every week. And the next fight that's happening this weekend is the Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz 2. So I'm gonna give you all great content, may have a special guest, so be on the lookout for that. And God bless.